0: Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, O oh Lord. We bless your name this morning, O oh God. We exalt you, O oh Jesus. We honor you, O oh Jesus. We magnify you, O oh Lord. We thank you, Father, for this day that you have given us, O oh Lord. We thank you, Father, that we are alive today to proclaim your name. Proclaim your gospel in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father, for the gift of life. We thank you, Lord, for the gift of salvation, O oh Lord. We thank you, Father, for your love, for your faithfulness, and your trustworthiness in our lives, in our family's lives, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, O oh God. We thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you have afforded us, O oh God. share your word with your people oh god father we pray that your word even today oh god will be a seed that grows in our hearts oh god until we all come to the full knowledge of your plan and your purpose for our lives in the name of jesus christ our lord we thank you father for your divine protection we thank you lord for your divine intervention in our lives we thank you, Father, for the outpouring of your blessings in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ, oh God. Father, we pray even today, this morning, oh God, that we will not only be listeners or readers or preachers of your word, but we will also be doers of your word. For it is your will for us to do so. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Thank you. Well, let me greet you, brothers and sisters, in the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ. In the wonderful name of our Lord Jesus Christ, I am Latter day Preacher. This is your favorite podcast, Deep Utterances of the Word of God, where we go deep in the Word of God. Let me take this time to greet you all and just to tell you how much I love you and I appreciate you in the name of Jesus. Let us go straight to the business of the day. The business of the day, it is the word of God. Father, I pray that, oh Lord, this moment that the Holy Spirit that dwells in me will help me, O oh God, to divide your word according to your will. In Jesus' mighty name. Thank you, Father. Well, today we are talking about being like Christ. We must be like Christ, in fact. That is what I am emphasizing today. We must be like Christ today we must be like Christ today that is what I am emphasizing today being like Christ and I am saying we must be like Christ Jesus our author the Bible says that he is our author he is is the author and finisher of our faith that is what the Bible says and I believe that you know, but perhaps you you ask yourself, what does it mean? What does it mean to, to, to be like Christ, really? Can everyone be like Christ? Praise God. What does it mean to be like Christ? Let me just tell you a few basics that are needed for all of us to be like Christ. First of all, praise God, is to admit to yourself that you are a sinner. And, and, and as you are a sinner, that you cannot praise mighty Jesus You cannot fight your sin. You cannot fight your own sins. Praise God. That you need the help of Jesus. Praise God to be holy, to fight, to be able to fight off the sins of the flesh. Hallelujah. The second thing that you must do is to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord so that you can be born again. Praise God. So that you can be saved. Praise God. Praise mighty Jesus. That is the first thing that you must do, praise God, is to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord so that you can be born again. So everything is possible when you have the Holy Spirit of God, when you have the Holy Spirit of God dwelling in you. If the Holy Spirit of God is in you, if Jesus has come and made you, your body a temple, then everything is and anything it is important, it is possible with 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 God. It is possible with God. You can be like Christ. So that is why the Bible says that we must be. Uh, in fact, this is not a, a matter of a choice, praise God, but it is a matter of a must. That all of us must be like Jesus, especially those who call themselves born again Christians you can never say that you are born again because the Bible says that when you are born again you are delivered from darkness into the light so you can no longer continue to do the works of darkness when you say that you are in the light that will be an error and the biggest error of your life in other words you cannot continue to live in sin when you say that you are saved when you say that you are born again For the Bible says that when you are born again, you are a new creation. You are a new creation. You are a new creation. Your old self, your old conduct, your old self, and your your old wicked self has died. Now, this new person that is in Christ is a new creation. In other words, the, the, the new person now is the one that seeks the ways of the Lord, not the ways of this world. Hallelujah greater is he that is in you than the one that is in the world that is what you should be confessing every day so that you will not conform to the ways of this world praise mighty jesus well let us look at uh, the book of second corinthians because we need to understand uh uh, 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 this jesus christ in order for us to be like him you know we need to, to to look back at who is jesus christ exactly why it is so important for us to be like him as i have said before that he is the author the author and finisher of our faith praise god He is not only the author and finisher of our faith, but He is the Son of God. But He is not only the Son of God, He is the mediator between us and God. Praise God. So the Bible says that if you do not know the Son, then you do not know the Father, the Father. Because the Son is the way, praise God. The Son is the way and the Son is the truth. Praise God. So if you don't know the Son, that means you are lost. You don't know the way that goes to God. Because you can only attain eternal life or salvation through the Son of God through, through Jesus Christ. So the book of 2 Corinthians, chapter 5, verse 21. Chapter 5, verse 21 says that for our sake he made Christ virtually to be seen who you knew no sin, right? So for our sake, we made Christ um, to be, let me, okay, let me just begin reading at verse 20. So the verse 20 says, so we are Christ ambassadors, right? So God making his appeal as it were through us. We as Christ personal representatives beg you for his sake to lay hold of the divine favor now offered to you and be reconciled to God. Praise God, praise God. So all of us, whether you are a pastor or an ordinary member in church, praise God. All of us are ambassadors of, we represent Jesus Christ. All of us are ambassadors of Jesus. That is why it is important that we become like him. So when people look at us, they must see Christ. Hallelujah. So how do we do that? First, we must understand who is Jesus Christ. So in verse 25, in verse 21, the Bible says that for our sake he made Christ. He made Christ visually to be seen who knew no sin. So that in other words, we owe it all to God. We owe it all to Jesus Christ. God who has demonstrated his love and his mercy to us. Praise God for we did not deserve to be forgiven. We did not deserve to be given keys to inherit eternal life because we we were we 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 are sinners and and by ourselves we are helpless sinners praise god but god because he loves us so much because he's a god he's a merciful god he looked at us praise god and allowed his only son his only the bible says that his only begotten son to come and die for our sin, so that made jesus tried for a moment on that rugged cross to become seen hence the bible says that for our sake he made Christ eventually to be seen when you know sin. so the bible, in other words in him there was no blemish Before the cross, right? In him there was no blemish. In him, there was no sin. He was holy, even though he came into this world, even though he took the form of a human being. But he did not sin. He did not sin. In fact, he just became humble. He just became humble. And whatever the authorities of that day were throwing at him, leading him to being being killed on that cross. Praise God. He did not complain. He took it because he knew that that was the will of God. That That is exactly what he had to do to free us from the chains of bondage, to deliver the people of God from darkness. Praise God. Because we were captives of the devil. We were helpless in sin. We could do nothing by ourselves, but we needed the help of God. That is why God sent His only begotten Son to die for us. So the Bible says that He became sin on that cross, so that uh, Him, who you knew no sin, became sin for us, so that in And through him we might become. So that in and through him we might become the righteousness of God. We might become the righteousness of God. Remember the Bible says Abraham, he believed. And that was credited to him as righteousness of God. So we know what it takes to be a righteousness of God. First, you must believe. You must believe so that it can be credited to you as righteousness of God. That is why Christ came. So that he died for us. So that our sins. So Christ dying was reconciliation. He was reconciling us back to God. Praise God. He was reconciling that back to God. So the sacrifice that he made, there is no other sacrifice that is greater than the sacrifice that Jesus made on that cross. That is why it is important for us to be like him. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let us go. We're going to look at the book of 1 John. Thank you, Jesus. First John, uh, chapter 2, verse 6. Chapter 2, verse 6. Chapter 2, verse 6. And then the Bible says, Whoever says he abides in him, Whoever says he abides in him ought as a personal debt to walk and conduct himself in the way in which he walked and conducted Himself. Let me read this again. Whoever says he abides in him out as a personal debt to walk and conduct himself in the same way in which he walked and conducted himself. Praise God. So if we are going to say that we are born again Christians, if we're going to say that we are saved, Then we ought, as a personal debt, we ought to walk exactly the way He walked. In other words, we must become Christ like. We must become like Christ. We must become like Christ. We must walk like Him. We must talk like Him. For He is, praise Mighty Jesus, the author. He is the author and finisher. Our faith. So the Bible says, Whoever says he abides in him, praise God, as a personal debt to walk and conduct himself in the same way in which he walked and conducted himself. Let me repeat this again Jesus Christ was holy. In him there was no blemish, in him there was no sin. Praise God, except our sin. Because the Bible says, On that cross he became sin. Praise God. That was not his sin, but our sin. And for the for a moment, there, God departed from him. That is why he says, "Why have you forsaken me?" Calling out to the Father in heaven, because where there is sin, then God is not there. Because. Darkness can never be yoked with the light. light. So God is light. In him there is no darkness. So when Jesus for a moment became sin, became our sin on that trust, then God departed from him for that moment. Praise God. So in him there is no sin. In him there is no blemish. So in God there is no compromise. If we are going to call ourselves his children, then we have to... Praise God, imitate Him. We have to conduct ourselves like Him. We have to walk like Him. We have to talk like Him. Praise God, there is no compromise. In other words, we are called, as Paul puts it, into holiness. Into holiness, there is no compromise. So, whoever says He abides in Him, praise God, out walk and conduct himself in the same way in which he walked and conducted himself. This is very, very, very important. Alright? Hallelujah. Let us go to look on, 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 on the book of Galatians. Um, on the book of Galatians. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Chapter 2. Chapter 2, Galatians. Chapter 2, verse 20. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. The Bible reads like this. I have been crucified with him. Right? I have been crucified with him. In him, I have shared his crucifixion. That is what it means. When the Bible says that I have been, when, when you say that I have been crucified with Christ, you are basically that basically means that, praise mighty Jesus, that in him I have shared in his crucification. Pra- praise God. In him I have shared in his crucification. Hallelujah. So the Bible, and then the Bible continues and says, It is no longer I who live. It is no longer I who lived, but Christ the Messiah. It is no longer I who lives, but Christ the Messiah lives in me. That is what is expected from any of us. You can never encounter Jesus Christ and your life remains the same. Praise God. You can never claim to be a born-again Christian and continue to live in your wicked ways. Praise God. In other words, people must see Christ when they see you. People must treat Jesus. They must see that the old person that used to drink a lot, the old person that used to be a prostitute, the old person that used to be a thief, a murderer, a rapist, is no longer there. The old person that used to be a fornicator, is no longer there. But when people see you now that you are in Christ, now that you are a new creation, people must see a born-again Christian. When they look at you, they must see that it is no longer you who lives, but Christ that lives in you. In other words, your wicked Ways are gone, they are a past. Your drinking ways are gone, they are a past. Your sexual immorality days are gone, they are a past. The new person now that is in Christ is a person that imitates Jesus Christ, that is a person that that in fact is like Jesus Christ, that is walking and talking like Jesus Christ. That is what the Bible means. So I have been crucified. I have been crucified with him. Praise God. Remember what the Bible says. The Bible says that, you know, when you, are, when you are, accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, the Bible says that you are being baptized because the moment that the Holy Spirit comes into you, you are being baptized, praise God. Now you have been taken from, from, from the life of sin, praise God, into the life of holiness. And the Holy Spirit that dwells in you, it, 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 it is that, it is a pure Holy Spirit of God. Therefore, you can never breathe the Holy Spirit by continuing in your wicked ways. Praise God. If you are born again rich and but you continue to do what you used to do as a sinner, what you used to do before you accepted Christ as your personal savior, then there is an error. There is an error. You are not delivered because being delivered from darkness into the light means that, praise God, leaving the old person behind. Let him die. Meaning that means that dying to sin, that means that. The sinful nature is dead. The the person that used to embrace the evil desires of the flesh is dead. But the new person that is in Christ now is walking by the Spirit of God. Is allowing the Holy Spirit of God to lead him in everything. That is what it means to walk like Jesus. To be like Jesus. Is to die to sin so that you can live in eternity. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, that is what the Bible says. So the Bible says that I have been crucified with Christ. In him, I have shared his crucification. So it is no longer I who live, but Christ the Messiah lives in me. And the life I now live in the body, I live by faith. And the life, and the life, I now live in the body. I live by faith. What does it mean to say that you live by faith? That means that you live by adherence to and reliance and complete trust in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself up for me. As a personal debt that we are paying to Christ, as a personal debt, as as, as, as gratitude, Praise God for what Christ has done on that cross. You ought to be like him. You ought to imitate him. You ought to walk and talk like him. Because he is, after all, the finisher, praise God, the author and finisher of our faith. Hallelujah. Mighty Jesus, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Lord. Let us quickly go and look in the book of, 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 of Galatians, uh, on the book of Ephesians. Praise mighty Jesus. Let us look in the book of Ephesians, chapter 5. Chapter 5, let's go to verse 1. I think, yes, 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 yes. Therefore, be imitators of God, copy Him and follow His example. As well-beloved children imitate their father. Hmm. I'm going to explain what this means. The Bible says, Therefore be imitators of God. Copy him and follow his example. As well-beloved children imitate their father. When you imitate a father... You imitate his conduct. How he conducts himself. How he walks about how he does things. Praise God. Because when you imitate Christ. Remember, let me just read verse 2. Verse 2 says, And walk in love, esteeming and delighting in one another, as Christ loved us and gave himself up. For us, as a lame offering and a sacrifice to God for you so that it became a sweet fragrance. <laughs> so now the Bible here in verse 2 is talking about um, the fruits of the Spirit or the fruits of the believer. Because when you are a believer, you are, you, you, you You are a person who has accepted Jesus Christ as his personal Savior and Lord. Therefore, that makes you a person who is saved. So when you are saved, the Spirit of God dwells in you praise God. So the spirit has fruits because it is holy praise God. It is holy. So the spirit actually when you allow it in actuality, it leads you into the ways of God. You begin to walk like Christ. You begin to talk like Christ. That's what the the spirit does. And when you say that you are walking and talking like Christ, when you say that you are like Christ Jesus, therefore These fruits will be there, will be out there for people to see them. And love being number one of these fruits because the Bible says that God is love. And Jesus Christ emphasized this time and time again before he even went back to the Father. He emphasized when he was talking to his disciples that love one another. There is nothing that is greater than love. You know to God, faith and love are the greatest things that a, a child of God can emulate. We, if, you, if you have these things, love, that means love, love everyone. You know, you cannot say that I love uh, 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 white people because I'm white or black people because I'm black. Well, I don't know about the other race. I don't know about this. I don't know about that. But love, that means that your love must be unconditional like the love of the Father. Because the love of the Father is not conditional. God does not love you because you have money. God does not love you because you are good-looking. God does not look at the outer appearance of any human being. Praise God. But looks in the inside of the appearance at the heart of every human being. If you obey God and you love God and you follow his commands and his decrees and his laws, then to God you are worth loving. You are worth loving. You are worth loving because God calls you his son. Then God calls you a partaker in the inheritance of heaven. Hallelujah. So when you are want to be Praise God, when you imitate the Father, therefore, You will imitate him by showing love. Your love must be unconditional because the love of God is unconditional. Humility is one of the fruits of the Spirit. So when you say that you you are like Jesus, then people must say that you are a humble soul. People must say that you are a compassionate soul. People must say that you are a forgiving soul. You are a loving soul. You are a sharing soul. You are, you know, you are considerate. You are giving. You all these things that Christ is. Hallelujah. That Christ, if, if, if you contradict any of these things, then therefore, you, you, when you say that you are a child, uh, you, you, you imitate Christ, you, you are lying. And you are lying to yourself. Praise God. If you have no love. Hallelujah. Praise mighty Jesus. Praise mighty Jesus. Let, let, let's go to, so verse 3. So the Bible says that, but immorality, praise God, in other words, sexual vice, and all impurity or lustful, rich, wasteful living or dreadiness must not even be named among you as it is fitting and proper amongst God's concentrated people. So if you are a God's concentrated people, that means that those who are set apart for the kingdom of God, therefore, none of these evil, evil traits must be found among you, like sexual immorality, like 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 bitterness, like like evil like, like bitterness Like like thieves Like lying Like slanderers You know All these things That are contrary To the will of God They must not be found So God expects us To be holy and Because if we say That we are going To be like Christ As today's topic Is, is saying that being like Christ or we must be like Christ. It is a must that we must be like Jesus Christ. Praise mighty Jesus. It is not a choice if you are a born again child of God. Therefore, you will walk in love. You will walk in faith. You will walk in compassion. Praise God. You will have all these wonderful, wonderful, wonderful traits that Jesus had. You will be humble. You will be compassionate. You will be loving. You will be considerate. You will be giving. You will be peaceful. All these things, all these gifts, all these loving traits that Jesus had in him. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. My time, my time, my time. But we still have quiet. Uh, Praise God. Let us go to John. John. John, 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 John. Let us go to the book of John. Let us go to the book of John. Remember, today we are saying we must be like Christ. We must be like Christ. Let us go to John. We must be like Christ. We have no choice but to be like Christ. Hallelujah. We have no choice but to be like Christ. John. Chapter 13, uh, verse 13 to 17, yes. Verse 13 to 17. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You call me the teacher, master, and the Lord, and you are right in doing so for that is what I am. Verse 14 says, "If I then, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought it. it is your duty. You are under obligation. You owe it to wash one another's feet." Now, this is what Jesus Christ was 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 teaching to his disciples. This is what Jesus Christ basically was teaching to to his church. So we are his church. We are his church. This is what we ought to do. It is an obligation praise God. In other words to live like Jesus Christ lived. Jesus Christ did not conform to the things of this world. He came yeah, with a mission and a mandate from the Father in heaven. Hey, and he accomplished that mission. Praise God, because he was told, "You are going to get there. You are going to." to Teach the people about the kingdom of God, and when you are done teaching them about the kingdom of God, then you will reconcile them back to me by dying on the cross. Praise God, you will become the sacrificial, the ultimate sacrificial lamp on that cross for my people. Praise God, so that they will be reconciled back to me, so that the veil praise God, will be removed from their eyes. The veil of darkness, praise God, was removed from, the, from, from, from our eyes. The day that you accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and Lord, the veil of darkness, believe me, is removed from your eyes. And now you begin to see the light. And now you begin to realize that there is deeper truth out there in the world and that truth is Jesus and there is another way praise god and that way is Jesus praise mighty Jesus hallelujah now Jesus is saying to is saying here to us as the church no if i then your lord and teacher have washed your feet you ought yes you ought and he says it is your duty you all you are under obligation. You owe it to wash one another's feet. In other words, we must serve each other. We must serve each other. Because Jesus Christ says that I, I, I did not come here to be saved. I, I have come on this earth for me to serve you. Praise God. That is what it meant that, you know, the greatest of them, of them all, praise God, in the kingdom of God. You know, is the one who serves. Praise God, because we are here, especially as as as, even as men of God, as even as pastors. You know, they are there to serve. Shepherds are there to serve. Their duty is to lead people to Christ. That is called serving. Is to stand in prayer for, for 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 the people. That is that is why men and women of God they would wake up. One o'clock in the morning. Praise God. To pray for for, for for people. People that is why their phones are always on. You cannot like switch your phone off as a man of God or woman of God. You know, or as an intercessor. If you pray for people, you cannot switch your, your phone off. People must be able to get in touch because you are here to serve them. Praise God. You are here to be serve them too. In other words, you are here to be a servant. Praise God. When you look at your people, at your congregation, praise God. They are your master, so you are here to serve them. That means, That is what you call when you're talking about humility. So Jesus was that. Hum- he was, was that humble. So we ought to be like him. We ought to imitate him. We must be like Christ. So we must be humble. So that is why he says, if I then... Your Lord and Teacher have washed your feet. You owe it is your duty. You are under obligation, and you owe to wash one another's feet. So, verse fifteen says, "For I have given you this as an example, so that you should do, in your turn, what I have done to you." So, and and he went on and says in verse sixteen, "I assure you, most solemnly, most solemnly I tell you, a servant, a servant is not greater than his master." is not greater than his master so when so you are a servant me as a preacher i am a servant of the people so i am not greater than the people but my master the my master that i serve is jesus so i am not greater than jesus i am not greater than god i am a servant i am a vessel that is being used in that is being used, that is being used to make sure that um, the, the gospel of God is preached throughout the world. You know, in, in whatever way that I can I can use, in whatever way or form, as long as I preach the gospel, let the gospel be preached all over the world. Let the people come to Christ and accept Him as their personal Savior and Lord now the bible continues and says in 17 if you know these things blessed and happy and to be envied are you if you practice them If you act according and really do them. So whatever that Christ did, we ought to do it. We ought to practice it. That is why the Bible says that we must be doers of the word. We must be doers of the word. We cannot be readers of the word. Praise God. So the Bible says that the word must be like a mirror. Praise God. Must be like a mirror. Praise God must be like a mirror, but the difference between a mirror, you know, sometimes when you look at your, when you look at yourself at the mirror, when you're looking at the mirror, you know, uh, people sometimes they they, they forget pray, who they look like. There are people who forget, but the mirror is meant for you not to forget because you prepare and you comb your hair if you comb your hair, you put on your makeup if you're a lady, you know, you go out there, you make sure that you look beautiful, you look stunning. You are confident, right? You walk out there. Because why? You had the mirror. That is why the word, the Bible says, is like a mirror. The word must be like a mirror. The word must be like a mirror so that when you live your life, you live your life according to the word. In other words, the word must be able to judge your conduct, your thoughts, and everything that you do. Praise God. So when you know the word and you study the word, the word will judge you. The word will judge your conduct and your thoughts. Praise God. The word will ensure that, oh God, the word of God will ensure that you are becoming like Christ. You are like Christ. You walk like Christ. Because for us to attain the mind of Christ, that people talk about every day. The man of Christ is attained through the word of God. We must study the word of God. Meditate upon the word of God so that we will know the will of the Father, the ways of God. Hallelujah. So that we can be like him. Walk like him. Because when the word lives in us then we become the word. When we become the word then we become like Christ. Hallelujah. Mm. Thank you Jesus. You, Lord, let us quickly go to the book of Ephesians. We are uh, uh perusing the scriptures right now. Uh, quickly, praise mighty Jesus. Let us go to the book of Ephesians, chapter 4, chapter 4, verse just verse 22, chapter 4, 4, verse 22 to 24. Strip yourselves of your former nature strip yourselves of your former nature. That means put off and discard your old unrenewed self. Which which characterized your previous manner of life and becomes corrupt. True lust and desires that spring from delusion. True lust and desires that spring from delusion. In other words, what does this mean when you say that put off and discard your old self and uh, and unrenewed self? Praise God. Remember that the mind is the one that is becoming renewed. As you study the word of God, that means you are renewing your mind. That means now you are becoming, um, you you are equipping yourself in the ways of the Father. So the more you renew your mind, the more the old self is being put off. Praise God. Because the more you draw in, in, the more you be, you draw in the knowledge of Jesus Christ, in other words, the more you study the Word and meditate upon upon the Word of God. So, the look, the purpose of the Word of God is that the Word of God, it must rebuke you and it must correct you. So, as the Word of God rebukes you, as it corrects you, as it judges you, your thoughts and your conduct, that means that now you are becoming You are becoming exactly what God wants you to become. You are becoming like Christ. Because when you do one, then the word of God will rebuke you. And then you realize that I just read in the word of God that it is wrong for me praise God, it is wrong for me to drink, to get drunk, it is wrong for me to to, to smoke because I am defiling the temple of God because the Holy Spirit lives in this temple, so it is wrong for me to, to, to commit sexual immorality, praise mighty Jesus, praise mighty Jesus, it is wrong for me to commit sexual immorality, how would you know that? You will know that because the more you read the word of God and you study the word of God, then you know what God wants. You know what God hates. Praise God. And you will begin to hate the sin that God hates too. Praise God. The only thing that we are allowed to hate is Christian. It is sin and the devil, the master behind the sin. So it is the sin and the devil, the master behind the sin. Praise mighty Jesus So it is very important for us To take off the old nature You know the sinful nature The person that we used to be it is it is very important that we die to that person. We die to that. When we die to that old person, that means we die to sin. We die to sin. We are letting go of that person that used to embrace the, the desires of the flesh. Because the flesh will always want what it wants. And the flesh always wants what it wants. It, it, that when, when we talk about that, we talk about sin because the, the flesh basically wants to have sex. The the flesh basically wants to drink alcohol, want to smoke, praise God. But the moment you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you is the moment that you die from sin. So But you cannot do that if the Holy Spirit is not in you. And if you are not equipping yourself or you are not studying and meditating upon the word of God. Because the will of God is found in the word of God. Praise God. But the Holy Spirit that is in you helps you to understand the will of the Father. Which means helps you to divide the word of God. As you read it, as you study it, as you meditate it, you begin to understand it in a deeper, deeper way. Praise mighty Jesus. Hallelujah! So it's very important when you talk about this. Hallelujah, uh, chapter twenty-two. Um, so verse of oh, verse twenty-two, verse twenty-three says, "And be cont- and be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude." So it's very important to study the word of God, as I said before, and meditate upon it, and be in prayer, and be in prayer. Verse twenty-four says and put on the new nature. No, the regenerate self, created in God's image, Godlike, in true righteousness and holiness. That is why the Bible says that seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. God wants us to be righteous, but the righteousness that God wants us to weigh, it is the righteousness of God. Praise God. So that the righteousness of God will make us to, to to be like God. Praise God. Because when we have the righteousness of God, we have the holiness of the Father. We are called to be holy. Praise mighty Jesus. Let, there's a verse that I want us to read. And it is the last one before we go. Before we go. Romans 12. Romans 12. Romans 12 verse 2. Hallelujah. Romans 12 verse 2. Romans chapter 12. Verse 2. Before we go, Romans chapter 12, verse 2. So the Bible says that, do not be conformed to this world. Uh Do not be conformed to this world. That means this age. Fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs but be transformed so when you talk about it transform when we talk about transformation when we when the bible says that be transformed it means that be changed be changed by the by the renewal of mind by the renewal of mind so we attain the transformation praise god we attain that uh, uh, transformation through the word of God and as we study and meditate the word of God when meditate upon the word of God we are being renewed we are being renewed that means that the old person that used to sin has now been changed into a new person now that 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 is walking and talking and doing things like Christ praise God so and then the Bible says that um, uh, uh, be transformed by the renewal of your mind by its new ideas, its new attitude, that means now the attitude of Christ, Praise God, but we must not be conformed to the things of this world because if we are always continuing to live our lives according to this world, that we will never ever live the life of sin. Praise God. Because this world is full of sin. And believe it or not, this world is ruled by the prince of darkness. And that is the devil. Praise God. So anything that the devil has for us, especially Christians, one he wants to destroy us. Praise mighty Jesus. So that is why we must always say that greater is He that is in us than the one that is in the world. Because the one that is in the world is the devil, but the one that is in us is the Holy Spirit. So the one that is in us, in other words, it is Jesus. So we have Jesus in us. So even though we are in this world, but we are not of this world. Even though we are not of this world, we are not. We are, even though we are in this world, but we are not of this world. In other words, we will not conform to anything that this world says but we will conform to what the Father says, that means that we will be renewed changed, we will be transformed through the word of God and we will be renewed so that we will become like Jesus so that we will become like Christ in everything that we do by Jesus Jesus we will be renewed we will be renewed by its new ideals and its a new attitude so that you may prove what is good what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of the father even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you praise god so i am saying to you today let us be like jesus let us be like tribe. God wants us to be like Jesus. The Bible calls us to imitate Jesus Christ. The Bible says that we must be like Jesus Christ in our ways, in our conduct, how we live our lives. We must be like him. We know that Jesus was a prayer warrior. We know that Jesus used to fast, used to pray. We know that Jesus was blameless. We know that Jesus, he was without blemish. He was without sin. We know that Jesus was holy. That is what we should be, all of us should be wanting right now in the name of Jesus, that all of us must be like Christ. Let us leave it there for today in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you oh God for your word, oh Lord Jesus of oh Christ. Let your word, oh God transform us, oh God, so that we will become who you want us to be. In the name of Jesus let the word be a seed in our hearts oh God, so that it will transform us, oh God, so that all of us will become, oh God, a in the knowledge of Jesus Christ, we pray, O Lord, for your love, for your protection. We pray, O God, in the name of Jesus Christ, for your favor. We pray, Father, that we will not only be readers or teachers of your word, but we will be doers of it in the name of Jesus. For it is your will for us to do so in Jesus' mighty name. I pray, Amen. I am Latter day Preacher. This is your favorite. Podcast, deep utterances of the word of God where we go deep in the word of God. Until next time, brothers and sisters, I love you, I love you, I love you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Lord Jesus.